Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. World Series over. Yankees win. The Yankees win. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. It's their 27th World Championship. The most of any team in any sport in the history of professional sports. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Daylight savings time and opening day. Let's get to it. Keep McPherson on the fan. We're going to talk sports and maybe life, relationships, and social media. I'm really scared of the digital age. We'll get back to that. But tonight, this morning, yesterday, whatever you want to call it, The Brooklyn Nets were able to get a win against the Atlanta Hawks. They'll face them again Saturday. It was a much-needed win for Kevin Ollie, the new head coach, and his first win in Brooklyn. Cam Johnson led the way with 29 points, and it seems like the Brooklyn Nets figured it out. It seems like Mikael Bridges and Claxton and Dorian Finney-Smith and Dayron Sharp and Lonnie Walker and those guys decided to go out there tonight and not lose to a team that's a slight bit ahead of them in the standings. Good to see the Nets get off the mat. Let's see if they can do it again. They defeat the Atlanta Hawks 124-97 tonight. Nets fans, call me up if you want to weigh in on that. In the Garden, and if you just heard the update, not the best run for the New York Knicks after the winning streak and the run that they had. But we all know they're banged up. And uh, in the Mecca, the world's most famous arena, you get one of the world's most famous famous NBA players in Steph Curry, 
and one of the most popular teams because of the dynasty that they've built out there with the Golden State Warriors. So they come to town, and it's a hot ticket, hard to get a ticket, hard to get a ticket, you know, Steph Curry night. And uh, the Golden State Warriors defeat the Knicks 110-99, and they're a 10th-place team in the West. They're not having their best year, but they have a championship pedigree. They have champions, guys with four rings on their finger. Their homegrown drafted group of Steph Curry, Draymond Green, and Klay Thompson, they're still there, led by Steve Kerr, who just got a nice extension. They come to the Garden on national television, and they win. And Jalen Brunson does his best to try to compete and fight back. He scores 27, but they don't get enough from Dante DiVincenzo. Josh Hart chips in his usual amount of uh, energy and hustle, 14 points, 18 rebounds, 7 assists. Off the bench, though, you're still kind of wishing that Boyan Bogdanovich and Alec Burks take that step forward to be the guys that you need them to be to fill in right now with the absence of Julius Randle and OG Ananobi. But good news today, OG Ananobi is on his way back. We got word before the game that he's cleared for non-contact on-court activity. So the hope is that you get him and Randle back sooner Rather than later, Knicks fans, call me up at 877-337-6666 to talk about your Knicks. The Islanders realize that it's now or never. The Islanders go out there and get another win as they're right there with 64 points in the standings with my New Jersey Devils. I'd like to see all three teams make the playoffs, but I don't think we'll be that fortunate. We had two last year. It's definitely the Rangers year. They're a wagon. They're so far out in front. You know they're in. But at the same time, will we see the Devils, the Islanders, one or the other? The Islanders get another win to stay somewhat in the hunt. Islanders fans, call me up if you want to speak on your team and your chances. We're now in March. It's now or never. There's not that much time. Time is running out. And speaking of time, there was a lot of Times being recorded at Lucas Oil Stadium. The NFL world is in Indy for the 2024 NFL Scouting Combine. And the big fellas got to rock out first. The defensive linemen got to showcase their stuff today. And the linebackers as well. We'll get to see the defensive backs and tight ends today. Led by Kool-Aid McKinstry and Brock Bowers, they're probably both not working out. Most of these guys are millionaires already. Most of these guys are first-round locks, and they don't have to go there and work out. They'll work out at their pro day. But the combine is for guys that aren't locks, that aren't first-rounders for sure, first-rounders for sure, to go and raise their stock and turn some heads. And I think we'll see some DBs that run 4-3 tomorrow catch some people's eyes. Today, today, it's Friday. 3 p.m., and maybe even some tight ends that just have all the physical tools stand out. And then Saturday, you get to see the quarterbacks, wide receivers, running backs, the skill positions. Those are my kind of guys. I can't wait to see that. I can't wait to see who goes out there and throws well and runs well and raises their stock. And then uh, Sunday, the Hog Mollies, 
the big dogs up front in the trenches, the offensive linemen will go. And then that'll be a combine, and then we'll get closer to Pro Day and the draft. And all the conversation around the Jets and the Giants this offseason is, what are they going to do to make sure that they don't have repeats of the seasons that we just saw? They both need a lot. They're both in completely different positions, if you ask me, but much has to be done. Are the Giants going to draft a quarterback? Are they going to trade for a quarterback? They should sign a veteran quarterback. And speaking of signing a veteran quarterback, the Jets, they know they have to do that because Zach Wilson is good as gone if anybody wants him. But you need to have a fallback plan that you didn't have last year when Aaron Rodgers went down. 877-337-6666. We've got a full rack of calls, so we'll stop there with the news and the notes and the updates so let's hear from you and i'll sprinkle in some other stuff as we go bill is in manahawkin what's up bill you're on the fan hey how's it going good you good. know what man you got me all i'm listening to you you got me all twisted up with this <clears throat> the dating apps and the whatever but i want to talk about saquon barkley i think the giants just need to tag him put a put a push on and i guess my question is you know, if the Bears are willing to deal fields, would that be a good competition for uh, for Daniel Jones and see if we have a quarterback there? And then take the, take the other people that, you know, whatever position, I don't know if it's offensive line or defensive line, that's the way I would lean. So stay with me here. On the way. What, what would you be willing to give up for Justin Fields? I, you know what? I, I, that extra two that we have, I think that would be fair. I heard he was six million under, or six million to the cap. So if it's six million, I think Tyrod Taylor was somewhere in that range. Mm-hmm. So I think I would go there. And now you, you know, Daniel. I, we don't even know if Daniel Jones is going to be ready for the season. Correct. I mean, as far as I hear, I just have a hard time giving up anything for Justin Fields, who is a project who is still developing, who is still unproven. He's definitely got some talent. He can run. He he showed this year that he could throw, finally had some 300-yard games, had some, some games where him and DJ Moore really got cooking. But the Giants right now, I feel like they need all of their picks. They need all of their assets to add to this team. And then they also are going to have some money uh, coming off the books and can add to this team. And and I would trust Shane and Dable to do that. I don't think that you want to give up any resources or assets for the quarterback position when you could use a pick to draft a young guy, your own guy to, to develop, or just take some money to sign a guy off the street. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I don't I don't I don't disagree with that. It's just I just don't want to see them take another developmental quarterback and yeah, but see the Just, difference. You know, is, waste the number six pick, or I, yeah, but it's not David Gettleman. It's 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 Shane and Dable taking this guy. They were up there when they took Josh Allen, and Billy Bean was just talking about how hey, he knew hey, if this guy works out, we're good. If he doesn't work out, I'm gone. I just keep leaning into the the fact that you have Brian Dable, who's a quarterback whisperer. You saw what he got out of Tommy Cutlets. You saw what he got out of Tyrod Taylor. Imagine he can find a way to get Jaden Daniels. Like the the possibilities are endless. Daniel Jones, they didn't draft. That's not their guy. They're kind of you know they're in a contract with him where they have to pay him and they have to say all the right things. 
but they got to be projecting to the future. Daniel Jones is damaged goods. He's been banged up every year. You can't you can't bank on that being your quarterback, especially since he's coming off an ACL injury. And in his best year, he rushed for like 10 touchdowns and 700 yards. He's not going to be able to do that next year. He's not going to be running with a knee brace on like that. Like uh, I just think they got to get a young guy. I think Tommy DeVito is going to re-sign with them because he's already a favorite, a local in the area, and he gives you a good you know, practice guy and arm that's going to come in and work. But uh, I just wouldn't want to give up anything for the flashy object. I think Justin Fields right now is the flashy object. I'd like to see him go back home to Georgia and play with the Falcons. I agree. Hey, thanks for your time. Thanks for the call, Bill. 877-337-6666. Steve is in Rockville Center. Steve, you're on the fan. How are you doing tonight, pal? Good, man. Uh, watching this scoreless Yankees game, they found a way to tie and score no runs. There's zero zero tie in that game tonight. Uh, well, I'll be honest, I'm not a baseball guy. No comment on that. First of all, I want to just say, I really love to hear you during the daytime. You really do a good job on it. Um, your grasp of like the New York fan base and how we're feeling. You do. You kind of have a little Francesca in you in that. Um, but and I, I praise. When I made this, Thanks. When I made this, no problem. When I made this call while I was waiting, I thought I was going to actually disagree with you. And then as I heard you explain your points on Jones, the Giants quarterback situation, it kind of hit me that like, wow, I'm actually in full agreement with him, which is great. Which kind of takes some of the steam out of my call. But what I was going to say is. Um, maybe to put a little stronger emphasis on it, whereas maybe as a radio host, you don't want, quite want to go there. The one thing I was going to say is if Shane and Dable come back this year with no legitimate competition for Daniel Jones, and I'm not talking about re-signing Tyrod, Tyrod Taylor or Ryan Tannehill, I'm talking about you got a first or second round quarterback in there where you're saying, hey, this is an open competition in camp. If they don't do that, they're essentially going to fire themselves because me and you both know that the quarterback drives this league and the Giants are not the Niners where they have all these beautiful up defensive ends and offensive linemen and receivers and McCaffrey and all that. We don't have that really here. Mm-hmm. The only way to save their jobs is to select a quarterback early, hold him hold him out until the season's obviously gone downhill with Jones, and then throw him in for the last six games to tell the fan base, right, hey, we made the playoffs that first year. We, we realized we needed a more of a rebuild, sure. and now we did it. That, that's my point on that. Yeah, and I'm right there with you that they can buy time by latching themselves to uh, whatever quarterback of their choosing they take first or second round. And Daniel Jones is not their guy. I'm going to keep saying it because they didn't choose him. There was only one guy that literally said he fell in full-bloom love with Daniel Jones. Nobody else was saying that. Nobody else was saying that. I remember being – I was at the Ainsworth – in New York, watching that draft, and I'm around New York Giants fans. Number six, Daniel Jones. I thought they were going to take Josh Allen, and people were like, "What? You don't have to." And you, you had the 17th pick. I don't think he would have been there, but it felt like so, a so reach. Can, can, I, can I ask you one question before I go? I'll literally ask this question. I'll sign off and hear your answer. 
if the Giants, in your opinion, as a radio host, a a speaker, an emotional outlier of the Giants fan base, if the Giants come back with Daniel Jones next year and no legitimate competition, would you be willing to go out of limb and say, these Joe Shane and Brian Dable, fire them with the rest of them? Because they didn't do it right. They, they I'll will ask, be. I'll answer that question. And you have a great night. I'll, I'll be listening, okay? Thanks for the call, Steve. They will be on the hottest of seats because, one, we know how many generational coaches are floating around. When we're talking about Bill Belichick, Pete Carroll, Mike Vrabel, and there's going to be more of a coaching carousel next year. Brian Dable, one coach of the year, Brian Dable looked like the best coach in all of this, you know, the, they like they they hit on him. They found the right guy, and then you had this season where he was indecisive during games, where the game plan didn't seem like it was uh, like okay, we're not going to have Tommy Cutlets throw the ball, or you know, we're not we're not playing the same way as we did last year, where we were more aggressive, going forward on fourth down, going for two point conversions, stealing games late hanging around and and just literally being able to beat teams in year one like the Ravens or like the Packers that people weren't expecting you to beat the Titans in week one. A lot changed from that time to year two. Daniel Jones, I just, I cannot put my eggs in the Daniel Jones basket. That basket is shaky, literally. That basket is barely holding up. And I, and I know he's a good guy. I know he's a hard worker. And if you've heard me talk about him, I said, this guy has gone through everything in New York. Well, here's another challenge for you, Mr. Jones. Come back from an ACL injury when earlier in the season you had a neck injury where I saw you talking to Hey K. Adams about like the nerve damage and potentially like how careful they had to be with that whole thing because it could lead to something career-ending. Like All that stuff is on the table for Daniel Jones right now. You cannot tell me that Shane and Dable are actually like, yeah, this is our guy. This is our quarterback. Yeah, he's got all of it. You know, that they have to say that. It's a poker face for the entire league. You know who's also picking right ahead of them and is guaranteed to take a quarterback? The Washington Commanders. So the Commanders could end up with Drake May or Jaden Daniels, and then you're in a division with Two proven quarterbacks that have big money deals in Dak Prescott and Jalen Hurts. It doesn't matter what you think of either one of the quarterbacks. They are proven. Hurts was runner-up for the MVP two years ago, went to a Super Bowl. Dak was runner-up for the MVP. And, I mean, he's a fraud in, in the playoffs, and that's the Dallas Cowboys. Speaking of the Dallas Cowboys, now I have a reason to throw this in there. 877-337-6666 for the Giants fans. You guys always hear me talk about Jerry Jones. I think Jerry Jones is despicable, right? Jerry Jones is the type to come out there and tell you, I I have to believe one plus one equals three. Some stupid thing he said last year. Basically, like, I know we don't have the talent to win, but I have to believe that. Anyway, Jerry Jones, what were you up to? As I'm talking about relationships, as I'm talking about this digital age, and how people move. Jerry Jones, I hope, is not on any dating apps. I think he's just Jerry Jones. So he's rich, he's famous, he's powerful. Well, a judge has ordered 
the Dallas Cowboys owner, to submit a DNA test in a paternity lawsuit brought by a woman that's claiming to be his daughter, Alexandra Davis, 26 years old, sued Jerry Jones, claiming that the 80-year-old billionaire was her father and had been paying her and her mother hush money for years. Jerry Jones, don't let us find that out, brother. In this age of cancel culture, in this age of the Me Too movement, in this age of now stuff that y'all did 20, 30 years ago when we didn't have camera phones, where we didn't have the technology, we didn't have the forensics. Oh, it's all coming to the light now. It's all coming to the forefront now. You thought you got away with some stuff back in the day. Uh Uh-uh. It's all over the internet for everyone to read in their phones. But, yeah, the Cowboys are never winning anything with Jerry Jones. He's made multiple deals with the devil. They are cursed. They are cooked. They are the most valuable franchise in the NFL. But as long as Jerry Jones is running the show, they don't stand a chance. But they'll beat the Giants. They'll sweep the Giants every year. The Eagles, they'll sweep the Giants. They'll beat the Giants, you know. Or maybe the Giants will get one game off of them. But what I'm saying is, for this group of Shane and Dable in year three, they cannot have a year three that resembles year two. This year has to resemble year one. And there were parts of this year two where I was like, hey, a couple of these games could have went their way where they could be the wild card team. I got on air and said, the Green Bay Packers at 9-8, and eight, that should be the, the Giants this year if a couple of the games went their way. If they had what? Better quarterback play. Better than Tyrod Taylor. Better than Tommy Cutlets. So I would assume that Daniel Jones is coming back, yes. But I would not put my eggs in the Daniel Jones basket that he's going to be healthy and effective. I mean, he was healthy in the beginning of last year. And he couldn't pick up the blitz. He was healthy in the beginning of last year, and he just does not throw the ball into the end zone or or run up the score ever. It's just like when you watch these other quarterbacks play the quarterback position, and I'm not even talking about Pat Mahomes. There's so many other quarterbacks that we watch play the quarterback position. They score points. He's not going to be able to run like he used to. I don't know. I just feel like you you got to get another quarterback. And you have this year of the contract to say, sure, we're paying you this year. And uh, we'll have a young guy in here learning with a clipboard and Tommy Cutlets as the uh, second or third string. And, and you know, when the end of the year comes, if we're in the wild card hunt, cool, because they did a good job this year pretending that they weren't tanking and they were trying to win or whatever. But, like, man, they need to be in it. They need to be in the mix. Drafting a quarterback in the first or second round extends Shane and Dable's time here to develop that young man. It also gives you insurance behind Daniel Jones, who's now got a long rap sheet of injuries. It also gives you somebody that's going to be neck and neck and looked at through the course of time with whoever the commanders draft. I I don't know. There's there's too many reasons that they should be taking a quarterback. They told you they're going to add one, but don't just add Gardner Minshew. Draft your own guy. I think I did a a Cinco de Quito on it. I just gave you three reasons. One of the other reasons is you have a quarterback guy as your head coach. You have an offensive-minded guy. And and the NFL survey just came out on uh, Brian Dable, and he got high marks. Let me go find it in my my notes what the player said about Brian Dable as a coach. They're not not saying um, the same type of things about Rob Sala. 
if you have a guy that worked with Josh Allen and when he left Josh Allen, Josh Allen turned into a turnover machine and didn't look the same. Like, if you have a guy that got the most out of undrafted Tommy DeVito and journeyman Tyrod Taylor, why wouldn't you want that guy to have the guy of his choosing to mold? 877-337-6666. Peter is in Waterbury, Connecticut. Go for it, Pete. Hey, get your cold beer here. Hey, my guy, how are you? All right. Uh reason why I called was uh, I turned on late tonight, but I heard the uh, little spiel you had about being with Jax and uh, being together with your wife and friends of yours. You know, that's what makes you special. That's what makes you special. Yeah, I'm blessed, though. I'm I'm blessed to, you know, even like I, I thought today that like looking at my son, I'm like, it's an achievement. It's an achievement to even have a wife and have a woman that was down to have a, a child with me and then, and then to have a beautiful, healthy son. I'm blessed. But when I look at my homies and some of the moves they've made and they, they think they're flexing by popping up at a sushi date and posting their new hot girlfriend. And I'm like, bro, that's not it, man. Like. Like, stay down with, with one chick. And, and like, I don't know. I, I think about, you know, like I said, our grandparents and our parents and how they celebrate 30, 40, 50 year anniversaries. We're going to see none of that in the future because everybody thinks that they can just find the next person. One argument and they're on the app cheating on somebody. One argument, they're, they're, they're behind their, you know, significant others back texting somebody. Like, these apps and this technology has really messed the game up. Yep, I hear you, and uh, you know you you speak from your heart, and that's what makes you uh, real special. And I really appreciate that. And unfortunately, uh, yeah. uh, did not uh, I didn't watch the Knicks. Uh, you know, I didn't hear the game at all. Good, it's one that uh, you well, could have definitely skipped tonight. Well, I'm looking at it this way. I mean, two guys did play up. To their potential, you know. You're looking at uh, DD and uh, and Hart, DD especially because uh, you know he he was shooting bricks uh, on his threes. Yeah, I'm just looking. I'm just looking at the because uh, at the stats, these are bench know? players that are asked to be starters. Josh Hart and Dante Divincenzo, they're being asked to uh, play like they're at Villanova every night, and this is not Villanova. They're good players, but they're role players. They're not stars. And they're just, I, they're being asked yeah. to do more than, than than they're really supposed to be doing right now. Yeah, but if they have, that's why I'm saying if they have their starters, they're going to be, they'll, they, that would have been happy with the opposite way or, or a bigger win for the Knicks if they had OG and uh, In Randall. theory, you know, but like uh, the theoretical, that's all we do here on, on, on the radio and on the internet. If they have this, if they have this, and then when when the time comes, the ifs, like, yeah, in theory, if they were whole, right, we think they can play with anyone in the East, anyone in the league, if they're whole. But it's like, they're, those are huge ifs. What if OG Ananobi comes back and he doesn't look like the player he was when he first got traded for? What if Julius Randle comes back and he doesn't have the same, like, I, we have, it's yet to be seen. We have to see it happen. Yeah, I know. But you, you know, all we can do is just wait until we, uh, Season's all when the playoffs begin, and then uh, if they're healthy, yeah, uh, put put your money on the Knicks. And I'm uh, still too early this season, but I'm waiting for uh, for Soto and the boys to uh, get up and running and 
have the spring season over, and I'll be calling about the Yankees because they're been they're my team. I mean, uh, can't wait, you know, can't you know, wait. You got that right. So uh, you do keep on doing what you're doing, brother. You, you, I would put you the best on a fan right now. You really are because uh, you you tell like it is, and you know. You're special. You really are, and you're gonna be you're gonna be on here for you'll be the number one longest time ever. Thanks, Pete. Appreciate yeah. it, man. Thanks for the call. Um, I'm just trying to do me, connect with people, be real. Like I said, when I came in, I was already loopy because I took two naps today. I almost never do that. I usually just take one, but uh, yeah, when I came in, I just had like a different feeling. <laughs> You know, and I and I, I, I get wrapped up sometimes in the news and the notes and the, the run of show that I have. But then I just realize at the end of the day, too, like, we're all humans. And this is entertainment. And it isn't all just, uh, you know, points and rebounds and assists and combine numbers. Like, that's why I shared a little bit of, you know, and I, and I think I got to do that more. A couple of nights ago, I was... I got a call from a young man that was asking for dating advice, and I realized, I'm like, I don't do that enough. I don't share that side of myself enough. Um, And, yeah, maybe I will. Maybe I'll add that to my show. That can only make my show more well-rounded to not just be all Zach Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, Juan Soto, Pete Alonzo. Like, we get that all day. We can do that for sure. But a dose of reality, like I said, uh, I put that on my Twitter and I brought it here. Like today when I saw two of my homies that I haven't really talked to in a while and I would never hit them up and I hope that it doesn't get back to them where they connect the dots and put two and two together. But I just was like, yo, where is your girl? No, like your girl, your other girl. Like your the girl you put in like five years with, bro. What happened to y'all? And you now you're publicly showing this other chick? It's not cool. <laughs> cool I don't know I just I don't know it makes me feel some type of way I'm like how did it happen and all I can do is blame the internet all I can do is blame Instagram and 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 dating apps and the fact that we live in a time where man the line is becoming blurred with reality and uh fake reality this this digital world 877-337-6666 I mean I still got 90 minutes and there's plenty to talk about the next call is going to go to Zach in Massapequa. Other than that, I have no calls. Fleegs is in. I think CeeLo's coming up next. When we come back, I'll introduce some other sports conversations and topics. Keep McPherson on the fan right back after this. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Testaverde will take the snap, go to one knee. This game is over. The Jets lock up their first playoff appearance since 1991 on a 21-16 victory over the Miami Dolphins. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Yeah. Keith McPherson still rocking on the fan till 2 a.m. Thanks for uh, listening to all the ads and commercials and stuff during the break. Let's get back into it. So we're talking about a few things. Uh, We were talking about the Knicks, and I'm seeing Isaiah Hartenstein said that he came back early from the Achilles injury. One, I kind of hate when that happens in sports, right? That happened to Nestor Cortez, and it's twofold. One, it's like, the team should be stopping these players from themselves, but then you also can't stop these players sometimes because, you know, Isaiah Hartenstein, he's a monster. What are you going to tell this guy? He's like, no, I'm ready to go. And sometimes they lie, and sometimes they force their way back in, and they end up doing further jam- damage. But it's just like, like nah, someone's got to step in and be like, yo, like, no, let's make sure you're 100%. But either way, he says, I probably could have sat out a couple more weeks, both to help the New York Knicks win and because he's confident that the ramp-up plan will have him ready to play in 30-plus minutes in playoffs without an issue. Um, But then I saw something that I had in my notes with Isaiah Hartenstein. Uh, Bobby Marks put out that Isaiah Hartenstein has earned a $350,000 bonus for minutes played this season. The bonus was deemed likely since the New York Center reached the criteria in 2022-2023. He is on pace to play the most minutes in his career. Hartenstein is an unrestricted free agent. After this offseason, he has had the best year of his NBA career, and he's doing it on the main stage in New York. But, man, health is so important with these guys. They need him, right? He got this opportunity. Why, Knicks fans? Because Mitchell Robinson went down. And Mitchell Robinson, they didn't end up getting the um, exemption for him. But Mitchell Robinson is still going to take some time to mend and I think I saw that, like, he's not, with that injury, like, I don't know. Some people were projecting that he could return in March. And I think we saw some of him um, because he's been uh, on the uh, sideline. You could see him tonight, or sideline. He's been on the bench tonight. And I think that maybe that that Celtics game or Lakers game, they had Julius Randle and, uh, you know, Coach Thibodeau said that he hopes all three will be back by the end of, of this month. But, and who knows, man? Who knows? Um, I saw Christian Winfield. Shout out to Christian Winfield. That's my dog. I actually should hit him up. I'm putting my notes to have him on the fan. Uh, he used to cover the Nets, and then, of course, the Nets lose 
all their superstars, and they move him over the co- to cover the Knicks. But he put out that Mitchell Robinson has not yet progressed to running or jumping. So we'll see what happens with that. Let's go to Arid in North Belmar. Did I or let's see? Did I pronounce your name right? Is it Arid or Arid? Hey Ben, um, it's Arib. Arib uh, with the B. Arib, Arib, R I R A R I B. Yep, Arib. Kind of pronounced A R E E B, but A R I B. All right, let's hey, take it from deep. the top. Let's go. Uh, um, let's go to Arib in North Belmore on the fan. What's up, Arib? Hanging out. Yeah, yeah. No, just enjoying the show, bro. Dropped my girl off. She lives in Brooklyn. Headed back just on the southern state right now. Um, Drive interesting. Safe. Just, yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's interesting. You guys are talking about, you know, you, you talking about not just sports. It's my second time calling in. Actually, the first time I called in while I was on hold, you broke the news. Um, when there was that Michigan uh, state shooter, I don't know if you remember that night. It mm-hmm. was like after Mexico. Uh, so I don't know. Ever since that night, just kind of connected me, you know, to your platform been checking in, checked out that uh, Knicks fan TV episode you had recently, which was great. Uh, you know, he's shout out to CT. You know, he's doing great things over there, obviously. But uh, uh, just enjoyed that combo as well. Couple, you know, a couple takes. One Knicks take, one Giant take. If you don't mind, real quick. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, uh, like you were saying with the iHeart thing. You know, Mitch, he was hurt. Sims, he was hurt. We signed Todd back to, you know, another 10-day or whatever it was. So we were pretty thin at the front court. Uh, you know, iHeart did what he had to do. It's funny we're talking about, you know, players, you know, forcing their way back in when the when the talk was, you know, load management, players sitting out. So, yeah. you know, either which way, you know, I can't really find a middle ground with that. But, uh, but that's never the guy. conversation with the Knicks. We're never talking about load management. That's the NBA conversation, but... It's always the opposite. Just here on the fan, they were talking about uh, Tibbs is running these guys into the ground. You know, Brunson's got an ankle. and Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely have to watch out. Achilles, big men, feet, anything lower level, you know, with the with the feet, lower extremities. Got to watch out with that. But, you know, Sims maybe gives him an opportunity. Um I think with the injuries, we just got to rely on the bench. You know, uh, I like a nickname for Boyan, uh, Dirty Man Bogues, or Old Man Bogues. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, if everybody was healthy, he might not be able to get the touches to help him get in the rhythm. I think in the playoffs, he's going to win us a game or two. Uh, so we just got to look at the silver lining. You know, we're fourth, fifth seed right now, so we got some some room to play with before the you know the play in. So. We in a decent spot, you know, given the injuries. Yeah, and you just got to get whole. And I know we've been saying it, but it's 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 pertinent now. It is it is urgent now. Uh, I don't know how long they're going to be able to stay afloat without having their full complement of guys. And it just sucks because Three there weeks. was. I'm here in two two to four weeks, so let's see yeah. if we can stay afloat. But we need OG. We need Randall. I feel like Randall's value is just evident now. Like I don't want to see any Randall hate. Just nah, you need guy. that guy. Oh. You need that guy. And, and oh. Everybody, I think, is gonna gonna appreciate him even more when he comes back. Thanks for the call, Reeb. Drive safe. I mean, the run that the Knicks had 
when they traded for OG, when Randall was healthy, and they won X amount of games in a row, and they were unstoppable. And it was like, that's when the hype train was all aboard. Uh, now it's kind of like kind of slowing down. But OG's coming back. Randall's coming back. Mitchell's coming back. You just need them to come back sooner rather than later because uh, you're losing games here. And the way that it works, right, you're stressing other guys on the team, asking them to do more than they usually ever have to do. Zach is in Massapequa. Well, what's up, Zach? I know I said you'd be first, but I was talking Nick, so I had to go to a read. Nah, don't worry. Don't worry. It's, it's a privilege to be on. It doesn't matter. Um, so, yeah, basically I just want to talk about a little bit of the Islanders. I mean, I, I, I'm just – I'm amped after tonight. What a big win. I mean, we don't play against the Red Wings well at all. And just, just you know, snapping their six-game streak, I mean – Given us, this is our, I think, yeah, second in a row right now. If we can just use this win to propel and and just, just win a couple more games, string a few together. I know we're right here with your Devils. I mean, it's tight. There's a lot of teams in the Metro. And honestly, it, coming out of the East, the second wild card, it, it's harder to get into than, than third spot in the Metro. So yeah. I mean, we're both chasing Philly right now. I mean, I, I'm just so amped. Brock Nelson is just so underrated. He's one of the best scorers. Just oh, I, I just he he knows how to he knows how to find twine. He knows how to score. I mean, Barzell's been going crazy this year. Noah Dobson. I mean, there honestly, it's been a disappointing year, but there have been so many things that have just just that that are great. Barzell's coming into his own. I mean, I'm just amped, and I, I really think that they can go on a run here. Good, keep it going, man. I mean, you, you beat Dallas, you you beat Detroit, you, you get four points. You're right there still. You get the uh, empty net goal off your back. That happened tonight. And I, I think it's just like, like I said, it, it's March now. Keep believing. Hope that they can keep stringing wins together. And anything can happen. Nobody knows what's going to happen. Uh, you put the stadium series behind you now. That seems like a distant past. Keep I, I don't even want to talk about it. That one's washed. That's erased. I, it, it, I, I was there, too. I was in the stadium for it. And I went with a mixed group, uh, Islanders fans and Rangers fans. Oh, my goodness. So after beat 4-1, 5-2, and then just to blow it. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and the thing is, it's not just blowing it. That's been the story of the season for the Islanders. Right. Like and to do it on a 15, 15 stage, 20 times or something this year. We uh, Tonight was our 19th uh, third period blown weed. Uh, wow. Blown, blown weed. Yeah, 56, uh, 59 games, 19 blown leads in the third period. <laughs> it's just bad luck. It's just incredibly bad luck. But you got to hope that the bad luck is out of the way and you have good luck the rest of the way, Zach. Thanks for the call, man. 877-337-6666. Sean is out in San Diego. Sean, you're on the fan in New York. Yo, what's up, Keith? How you doing? Good, man. Thanks for checking in. Yeah, man, I was just uh, I just clicked in on the free Odyssey app, and um, I'm loving it out here. You know, I, I live vicariously in New York through San Diego through the app, so I appreciate and what Now you got a bunch of Yankees do. out there on the Padres. You'll get to see some, uh, yeah. some Yankees <laughs> well, out there. I'm a Mets fan. I'm a Mets fan. Oh, all right, all right. <laughs> I'm a New Yorker. Yeah, I got a 347 number. Come on, man. But uh, – but uh, no, I was I was listening in, and you you were talking about like how social media is becoming like this kind of thing where uh, how do I put it? 
it's like mentally debilitating to a lot of like decisions that people make. And I yeah. agree with you on that. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you saw like what Justin Fields did the other day, scrubbing his, um, his, uh, you know, connecting yeah, with I'm gonna the Bears. I'm going to unfollow the Bears, Bears like, unfollow the NFL. How, how little, like, how, like, little league is that? It's like, come on, man, be a grown-ass yeah. man. Yeah, like, like you know, it, it shows how small-minded, but he tried to say, oh, I'm going on vacation, and I don't want to see dude, it on my just, feed. Just, you can't see yeah, it on your feed. That's going to ruin your media. That's gonna yeah. ruin your vacation, your physical it's, vacation. Yeah. You're a millionaire. Uh-huh. I'm sure you're going somewhere really, really nice. A, really a, nice. a post on your phone is going to mess up your trip? And the, the question, like, the one thing about it is, like, if, I'm a, if, if I was a, a Bears fan, which I'm not, I would not even – care if you're unhappy or not your job is to go in out and be a quarterback like i don't care if you're unhappy or not you're getting paid millions of dollars and like you know the the whole social media thing is this like like open air therapy session that nobody needs to like you're airing out all your dirty laundry it's embarrassing yeah it is and it's like you know like listen i i quit instagram i quit all that stuff years ago years ago I don't care what beach you're at. I don't care that you're eating better food than It's fake. I don't care. It's all the highlights. People just post their highlights. They don't post any of their lowlights. Do exactly. It's like, yo, here I am at the hospital after I fell down drunk. You're like that you never get that post. (laughs) So it's like, come on, man. It's like unbelievable. It's so fake and like people buy into this stuff. I don't understand, especially with like you know, like Guys in 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 who are you know baseball players, football players, basketball players, whatever. Like, what are we doing? Like, why yeah. are you even look at, on? Look at Trevor like, Bauer, if I, bro. If I did, if, dude, Trevor Bauer. He's not in. Gonna, he's not in Major League Baseball right now because he was sliding in the chicks' DMs, taking DMs, and meeting up with complete strangers. Strangers, and this is the thing: is like. You know what's going to happen. Nobody's going to pick him up until somebody realizes that they might have a chance to make a run at it. And then right before the pickup deadline, he's going to get picked up by some thirsty team that's going to try to do it, and they'll deal with the uh, – Yep, and then one with, then, with, then one more with, accuser with is going to pop outside. up. One, one other yep. chick that he might have done nothing to is going to say, oh, well, exactly. now I'm suing. Yeah, exactly, exactly, and that's the problem with the social media stuff is that you got all, you, all your dirty laundry is out in the air, and you're putting it out there yourself. Yeah, people and don't know how to decipher real from fake. That's what I'm saying. The line has become yeah. blurred. You don't have to put anything out there, and shout out to the I people know. that don't. If you don't need social media to market Dude. yourself or to do your job, like I don't well, understand I mean, how you're on it all day, every day, sharing your entire life with the world. Well, let me make one more quick point. Like in the New York Times this week, uh, this week they had a whole thing about um, uh, influencers, and it was like ladies who were like you know a little bit larger size, and they became popular online. And then once they become famous, they become skinny, and then it's like a whole entire thing. It's like, are you a fraud? You know, it's like <laughs> what the heck is no? And I'm not trying to be like anti ladies. I'm not trying to sound misogynist, but it just goes to show you once you get a little famous, yeah. then you get a piece of the action. You get you you start kicking the poison pills. Yeah, because then you have you money know? and you have access to things that you didn't used to have, and you can eat exactly. better. You can you can afford a personal trainer. You can yeah. Yep. It's, uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean you know it's crazy. I mean the social media thing is crazy. I'm I'm 45 years old. I'm not an old man. I know, but the one thing I did learn 
is like nobody needs to know my personal business in any way, shape, or form. Who are you trying to impress? Exactly. Thanks like, for the call, I- Sean. I just like I I I worked in social media. I remember we when I worked at MTV in like 2016. They came in. Um, some um, company came in and did a seminar on what social media was doing to kids. And they talked about the cyberbullying. They talked about the effects. And they were trying to project the long term. It was like, it was scary to look at what they think these social media apps are going to do to children. And this is before TikTok even existed. But they talked about how, you know, these kids are young and they can't separate reality from, you know, the digital world. And how they want to be cool and they want to fit in and, you know, things that people are writing about these kids online and how it's damaging them in their everyday lives. And then they don't want to go to school. And it's just like they're too young to process like, hey, turn it off. You don't have to be on it. For me, you know, I'm I'm thinking about the Justin Fields story. Justin Fields is a grown ass man, a millionaire talking about, oh, yeah, I. I only unfollowed him because, you know, I'm going on vacation. I don't want to see that. And he tried to make a joke like, oh, you know how you'll be messing with a chick but not really following her. Basically saying like, oh, you're, you're being low key about it. Like you don't want everybody to know. No, dude, you're it, it makes you look mentally weak. It makes you look small. You've got it all. You're an NFL player. You can't handle seeing people at you and Caleb Williams on Instagram. Delete the app. You know how many people I've told, family members and friends, delete the app because, like, you're stuck on it all day. This is something that I do, and I can't really even do it a lot. I did it around Christmas. I call it screen break. It's a play on the word spring break. But when I get an opportunity to delete as many social media apps from my phone and take a break from staring at that screen, I do it. This happens around Christmas. This happens around Thanksgiving. This happens around any type of vacation that I can take where I don't have to do any work things. I don't have to post for my own social media. It's just not good for you, man. And I was born in a time and young in a time when we didn't have it. And I remember that time. And it's scary to see, like, there are adults that are 40, 50, 60 years old. They're addicted to Facebook. Like, how did that work? You you spent more than half your life without a cell phone. How did that work? Ed is in Coney Island on the fan before we hit the 1 o'clock hour. Go for it, Ed. Hello, Keith. It's, it's really nice to speak with you. I mean, uh, I, I am not a young guy. I'm 71, but uh, I learn stuff from you. Like uh, when you call somebody a dog, I thought that was a bad thing. And it turns out it's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, if you ever see, hear Lou Gower talk about the, the Knicks have dudes, the Knicks have dogs, like, you know, there's a meme online that talks about having that dog in you. That means... That 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 you're you're a bad man. That means that you're tough. That means you've got grit. Yeah. That means that you you know you'll you'll bite somebody's leg like a dog. I get it. When I was growing up, if someone was dogging it, they weren't trying hard. <laughs> yeah. But okay. But you know about about this Jerry Jones thing. I mean, I I, I don't get what the big deal is. I mean, it, it's not like she she can get child support from him. She's thirty years old. I mean, what, what does she want? Oh well, I mean, <laughs> she can't get child support. But for me as a Dallas fan that just thinks Jerry Jones probably has a bunch of skeletons in his closet, it's just another thing. And for me looking at Jerry Jones like, oh, this is what you've been doing? I don't know what's going to happen uh, you know, with this young lady. She's 26 years old, going on 27, I think. Yeah, so he knew her mother when he was like 52, and now he's like 85. I mean, so what? 
Yeah, she is trying to probably get a cut of his fortune. She's probably also looking for some fame. She probably is looking at him like, hey, my life hasn't gone so great. You're my dad. Uh, I want a little bit more than this. But, yeah, I saw that come up, and I'm just like, typical Jerry Jones. Who knows what else Jerry Jones has done? He he was paying her hush money, and she didn't hush. She's she's lucky he doesn't sue her. (laughs) Yeah, isn't there supposed to be NDAs? Isn't there supposed to be... uh... Those things are enforceable. You can go to court with that. Yeah, so... Let's see. Two years ago, thank you for the call, Ed, before we go to break. Two years ago, Cowboys owner Jerry Jones was sued by a woman. So this has been going on for a while. Jones has now been ordered by a court to submit a DNA test aimed at establishing or debunking her allegation of paternity. The parties argued the issue to Judge Sandra Jackson on February 19th. The lawyer representing 27-year-old Alexandra Davis called it a huge victory. Alex is in a position where she really no longer has to hide her truth or live under the thumb of fear, and maybe she's going to finally get some peace, and we hope other families will have that same benefit from the judge following the law. Okay, so I guess there's a law, I don't even know, but what I was also hearkening back on is the fact that like we there, there, there are these laws and things like, uh, I don't know if you guys have followed what's going on with Sean Puffy Combs, P. Diddy, it's like everybody's coming out of the woodwork from the 90s to sue him because there's like a longer statute of limitations on things that have gone on. So I guess now it's just like things that happened 25, 30 years ago where they could kind of hush people and pay people off. No, now they're able to bring these to court and get people prosecuted. So the lawsuit filed in 2022 sought to invalidate a prior agreement in which Davis's mother received financial support in exchange for not publicly identifying Jones as her father. She then pivoted to an attempt to prove that Jones is her father. During the hearing, Jones's lawyers argued that the man to whom Davis's mother was married at the time is legally presumed to be her father. Okay, so I guess there's another guy in the picture. I don't know, man. Last year, Davis separately sued Jones and others for defamation based on things about her in response to the initial lawsuit. So it's much about nothing, but it doesn't look good on Jerry Jones. And uh, like I said, Jerry Jones has made multiple deals with the devil. I think that's why his teams win 12 games every year, and then they're one and done. I think that's why they have all the hype and all these players, and it's error by error, right? This era is Dak Prescott, CeeDee Lamb, Micah Parsons. But uh, it was just Tony Romo and Jason Witten and Des Bryant. They couldn't get it done. And, uh, you know, the list of talented players, DeMarcus Ware, um, you know, talented players that have been in Dallas, it just goes on. 877-337-6666. Going to sprinkle in some Yankee talk and some Yankee topics. Why not? That's what I like to do. I'm a Yankee fan. And uh, we'll talk about the Mets and some other things as well. I've got one hour left. Keith McPherson on the fan. BRB. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.